Hey, Joy. Hey. How What's are you? Up? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't act like you don't do podcasts. Right. She know what it I'm is. I'm shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> Welcome everyone to this episode of the More Watch Podcast. We are in Rafa today, gentlemen. We are. This is exciting. It's yeah. Very exciting. Yes, for a couple reasons. Talk to us, Chad. One. Got my sister right here. Yeah, from Philly. You know, from rapping Philly. Philly hard. Yeah. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, everyone. My name is Ajua Abroqua, and I am a cyclist out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She's more than a cyclist. Wait, but hold on. But can we talk about why her voice is so low? Right. Hello, everyone. (laughs) My name is Ajua Abroqua, and I'm a cyclist out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Copy that. Copy. The first time I met her, it was on a on a. Trendsetter ride. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. Trendsetter ride. Yes. 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 She was like, you was yelling something to somebody. You was upset. She was getting on Chuck for a while. That's right. She was killing him. That's right. Chuck doing the Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Chuck doing the Chuck. Chuck She was yelling down instructions like, listen, stay on this side of the road. (laughs) Signal when you pass. Right. Obey the traffic signs. Right. She was looking for them hand signals. Wasn't getting it. That was good. The funny thing about that is, like, um, I was up there with a couple of my uh, fellow uh, queens, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we learned to cycle that way early on. So, like, just calling out commands and trying to be, you know, have, like, spatial awareness yeah. and road awareness. Yeah. Like, that's important. So, just trying to help Chuck out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wild I don't, know if, I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> right, but I appreciate right. your assistance. You, you've been trying for a while. <laughs> so, what, what, what are we doing here? What's today? What's today? So today is a special day, right? We're going to join us to sharing a panel. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Dr. Uh, Marlon Moncrief. Yes. We're yes. talking about blacks and cyclists and yes. diversity in cycling, right? So she has yes. a book yes. by Dr. Marlon Moncrief. It's called uh, Black Champions in Cycling, yes. Desire, Discrimination, and Determination. Absolutely. Uh, so this is actually a, a pretty cool day, I think. Yeah. I it think is. so. I'm in agreement. Dr. Moncrief is here all the way from... The UK, the UK, you know? across the yeah. pond, maybe. across yeah. the pond, as they say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. overseas, as we say. Yes, I, know. <laughs> I just finished watching Top Boy too, so oh. I got the accent in my right. head, but I, I can't really come out. <laughs> I got the bro. I got the bro, <laughs> bro. You know, yeah. but I, I, my accent is super trash. But I think it's really dope that he's here to spread the gospel. I'm going to say gospel. I think uh, that's accurate. You know, uh, the history of us in cycling. You know, that's really dope because before this book came out, I had no idea Facts. that there were so many of us. Right. Like this Facts. isn't just a trend. We've we've been really outside yeah. for a century or so, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe a century <laughs> and a half. That's a long time to be outside. Turn yeah. from Major Taylor to now, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right, right, and to to see all those folks in the book and just and then where we are today, it's like we've done so much, but we still got so far to go. Yeah. I think yes. uh, obviously the advent with social media and cameras just shedding the spotlight. That's that's really all it is. It's not like oh this is new. No, we're just now seeing all of this happen. Yes. But right. it's been going on. Yes. Right. Yeah. Been and see on. for me, it's like playing that punch buggy game. I don't know if y'all used to do that in the car with your parents. With the Beatles drive by, you'd be like punch buggy, no punch back. Like you never really see them. But then when you start recognizing them, no, I'm from the area. Yeah. Well, the key the point is, though, is once you start recognizing, right, like we've always been here, as we say, we've always been outside. I yep. think yeah. now it's just about the recognition. Absolutely. Right. right? Yeah. You got to end the marginalization of it, you know, and just Absolutely. really recognize that we are, we've always been outside. We've always been on bikes. We've always been champions 
Earth Bikes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I appreciate rapping for being part of. Oh yeah! Shout out to JC and Jenna and the yeah. whole Rafa NYC. We down on Prince Street in Soho. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rafa as a whole, just you know, being involved in something like this. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of cycling companies aren't really interested in the history of us. Let alone Facts. promoting it heavy this way. Uh, yeah, like it feels like rappers invested into the culture, especially with the new commercial that came out with the power weave bibs. Oh yeah, that was a dope fire. With Corey? Yes. With Corey and the, um, I can't think of her name, but the young lady from the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're man, in the ad I want together. I wanted to say Amy, but I, it's not Amy. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's no, not. it's yeah. not. It's but Amber. Amber, Amber. come on yeah. now. Yes. I got y'all. It's Amber. Yes. From Barbados. Yes. Yes. On Legion. Yes. That was a dope twist for Raphood because that's not something you typically see from them, you know? Or just from any company right now, or at least I can even think of in the past few decades, you really... At least, again, maybe I'm wrong, and yo, correct us if we're if I'm wrong, but I, I have yet to see a cycling brand really go into acknowledging the BIPOC community like Rafa has been trying to do over the last two years, three years, I think. Yeah. I mean, and I'm talking about outside of, like, models, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like outside of people mm -hmm. that are modeling clothing and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. But just really trying to uplift and showcase us. Right, I think Raph right. has been doing an okay job of it. I mean, mm -hmm. there's still room for opportunity for growth, but overall, yeah. though, I think that they've been doing a good. They had a good start, I want to say. Yeah, I think I they did. they got yeah. the they got the stranglehold put on them. No, let's not. That, that's fine. You know that's fine. They, they, they got a nice right. head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've been pushed yeah. into that direction. That's a good thing. Um, with all of these brands, really, um, just recognizing who we are, and this is not the same, but the the, the same procedure that. Polo and Ralph Lauren is taking right now with the uh, yes. yeah. HBCUs. That's crazy. I can't. I'm not sure how I feel about. It. I know it's dope. I know yes. it's crazy, but it's still. It's a little. All of these subject matters are sensitive. I mean, to as us, an HBCU grad myself, yeah. Yeah. one alum. Yeah. You what know. do you think? <laughs> I think it's dope, but honestly, like take away Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, Howard. There are other HBCUs mm. that I would have loved to see them to showcase. Yeah. Facts. You know, there's the Bethune Cookmans, the North Carolina mm -hmm. ANTs. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, the Grambling. There's so Coast, many. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln University. You know, yeah. like there's yeah. so many. Like showcase those. Everyone knows about the Howards, mm -hmm. the Morehouses, the Spellmans. You know, but like there's some of the smaller HBCUs that just aren't getting the love. I would have loved for Ralph to showcase those. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I mean, I look at it like how they always showcase. Like within, the, if they're showcasing a top tier school, they always go to. The Northeast, and they always go to Ivy, then they always go to right. Harvard, Princeton, Yale. Right. Right. We always forget about poor old Cornell up in Ithaca. Mm -hmm. Shout out Chad from <laughs> New <top>. York. <laughs> or Brown out in New Hampshire. I'm just saying, but I think the campaign overall is a fantastic campaign. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 shining a pretty bright light. And what's dope is how they went about doing it, right? Like two or three days prior to them launching their fall. 2023 line and doing their show on their fall 2023 line they made sure to launch that ahead of it right i mean what's not talked about enough is the fact that the person responsible for it came from morehouse yes. okay. and that speaks volumes into like how we should be you know more inclusive in our hiring practices that part. because if that if that if that 
hire never happened, we would have never gotten this. Facts, that's true. You know? And that is a part of the approach that we're looking to take and collectively are talking about taking when it comes to cycling, right? Like going into the community and having um, people of that community share in the direction that Mm -hmm. we are taking this, right? Mm -hmm. Um, With any, like, large effort or initiative, we don't make decisions for people, you know, we don't assume things. No, you have to connect with those people and engage those people to better understand, like, well, how do you see this? What's your experience in this? And I think that with the Rafa's and the Treks and the Specialized and all the other um, cycling brands that are looking to try to be more inclusive, include engage the people who you're trying to include to better understand what that really looks like and what that feels like and how you create that space so it's meaningful and it's intentional not just assuming right. well let's just get some you know BIPOC folks on bikes or some black folks on bikes well no put a t-shirt on them real quick right I mean, what right. does that really mean what does yeah. that look like in be intentional about it like, yeah right. authentic mm-hmm. i think the but approach should be it should be reversed like because you're right because as mm-hmm. of right now they'll like they'll they'll be the brand and they'll try to bring somebody up or whatever and mm-hmm. representation. Ah. But if you put your hands or go back the other way and say, listen, we're trying to reach. Clearly, they're trying to reach our community in some kind of way, whether it's for private revenue, whatever the case is. But they're definitely trying to reach our community. So who better to speak to us than us? We uh, have the buying power. Yeah, it's there. Like we <laughs> and really, they know it too. We really have the power of the dollar. Yeah. So how are you not talking to us? Yeah. Yeah. We will spend the money. You just explain to us what we're getting. And, and and I think it starts with, you know, like some of the grassroots things that like Joe is doing. What am I doing? You know, so <laughs> so I, 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 a whole lot. So why don't you take a, a, a spell and tell us a little bit about your journey into cycling, how you got started, what are your motivations, what are some of the fantastic things you're doing right now? You know, okay. let the people know. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, how did I get into cycling? Bought a bike, was talking to a friend, trying to engage in some health and wellness practices. Um, it was COVID. I'm a runner, didn't want to run. Uh, I had been exposed to cycling um, a couple years prior to. I had a family member that cycled. So um, I was interested, and I purchased a bike. I got on a bike. I started riding, started to love it, kept going. I haven't been off the bike since and um a part of like one of the ways that i uh, see this is like there are personal and individual goals that i have and then also like the way my mind works it's like okay what can we do with this Mm. big w right because i know how it makes me feel i know how you know um how excited i am around cycling so i'm like how can we create a space where we have more people having this experience and feeling like this and becoming engaged um one of the things that I did that helped me was I joined a club. Uh, my first, I guess, engagement with the cycling club was with the Kings Rule Together Cycling Club, KRT. I'm going to shout them out. Shout out to um, KRT. <laughs> yes, because I met Karan in a parking lot. You know, he invited me to come out and ride with them. That sounds wild. I met Karan in the parking lot. <laughs> Literally, yep. He, on the he, bike. You were in the bike on was, the parking lot. He was dressed up in his kit, and um, I was pulling my bike out the car, and he came over. He said, you ride? I'm like, I have a bike, you know. We doing a little something, and um, he invited myself and my first uh, cycling buddy, Yasmin Watson, out to ride with them. Shout out, and, yes. um, shout yeah, out yes. definitely going to shout out yes. And uh, we were excited, and we both agreed, like, yeah, we're going to go do it. And we did it, and that's how, like, QRT got formed, and some other queens joined in, and the more we rode, the more women became interested. And um, now it's just, it's grown into such a 
inviting and exciting community for a lot of different people. And um, I'm happy to see, you know, the impact that it's having, um, just promoting that community and health and wellness and, you know, togetherness. And, and that's important. Very important. Um, that's dope. So then, you know, I became more acclimated with social media and I started like posting pictures and, um, putting, I guess, like blogging a bit about it. And like folks that don't ride bikes that aren't active started talking about how, um, inspiring my story was. And I've always been active, but to be committed to something like this, it really, I think, inspires other people because they're like, wow, you know, you're really like on that bike five times a week at minimum, you know, you're traveling with it and this is dope. I want to know more about it. And that excites me because it's like, um, we want to be like, how does the song go? Walk it like I talk it. Like, you know, yeah. my, background, like I talk. <laughs> my background professionally is um, health promotion and wellness. I'm a public health, like, person. You know, that's what I do. That's what I live. That's what I breathe. And to be able to also put the actions behind it, you know, on a personal level and show folks, like, yeah, I am promoting health and healthy behaviors to prevent the onset and spread of disease. Um, and this is what I'm doing. And this is how I'm doing it. And... You don't like I didn't start out with a real fancy bike. They're not cheap. I'm not gonna no. hold you. Say it again. They're not cheap. <laughs> Word. But you know, one of the things that um I think about is commitment and sacrifice for, you know, what I value. So for me, I kind of reallocated some funds and purchased the bike. But one of the things that I want to do personally, because I know there are some people who don't have funds to reallocate like that, but they would benefit from the activity. They would love the activity. And um, I would love to continue to do work that helps connect them to the activity. Um, Financial insecurity is huge in our community, right? So how do we encourage folks to engage and let them know this is a welcoming space, but also help them understand, like, we're going to try to figure out how to eliminate that, like, economic barrier. Yeah. That's a barrier for a lot of folks. Um, and a part of what I'm doing to help try to eliminate that and get that ball rolling is um, this summer um, I'm offering a two-week camp for girls in the Philadelphia area, um, ages 14 to 18, um, where they're going to have like a really comprehensive cycling experience. So we're going to talk about, you know, first, like just self-esteem and self-development and, you know, do some goal setting and, you know, what their thoughts are around, you know, um, health promotion and wellness and setting health goals. And then on top of that, they're going to get exposure to the various pathways in the cycling industry. So even if you're not the most active person, but you want to, you know, you're interested in bikes, you know, you, you'll try riding, but you don't want to really ride regularly or you don't want to race, that's fine. But you're into like culinary. Well, you could consider, you know, making like nutrition snacks or, Please. you know, something that, that is um, focused, you know, towards nutrition. Yeah. If you're creative, you know, you could look at like kit design or bike design or, you know, Express your creativity in that way, you know, helmet design. Um, If you are, like, into STEAM and into engineering, you know, you could definitely look at, um, like, mechanics and how, you know, these group sets that we're using, kind of what are the mechanics behind all of that. Um, So there's, like, a pathway for almost anyone. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to start a bike shop, um, I have someone, you know, to talk to them about what that looks like and what that can look like. And we don't have a lot of... African American or women of color that are doing these things. Like, we don't have a lot of people of color engaged in this way. What's the but, spot in Philly? 
Tricycle. So, tricycle. The Tricycle Shop. We're going to shout you out, Tricycle. Tricycle. Mm-hmm. Tricycle. Yeah. Yep. And then also Bike by Design. Bike by, by Design. design. Yeah. Yep. So we have two. We have two yeah. now. And um, that's huge for us. That's huge. And, you know, for me... It really sends the message that we can do this. Um, there's a space for us here. And Tricycle has three, like, co-owners. Collectivism, right? Come mm-hmm. together. Let's put our heads together, put our resources together, and get it started. Collaborate, people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's yep. how we're supposed what to it's do it. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have a question for you, though. Sure. What are some of the challenges you face so far? Right? Because you're mm-hmm. saying that mm-hmm. you, you're outside, you've been on your bike, how you mm-hmm. met Quran. Mm-hmm. Right, like, what are some of the things that you face? Because I'm pretty sure you're speaking. Your voice is going to be loud and resonate with a lot of women that mm-hmm. have come across or experienced some of the things that you've experienced. Okay, so an initial challenge is um, fitness. Um, just thinking that you have to be at a certain fitness level to engage. I, I mean, I'm athletic however cycling lends itself to a different level of fitness it's something that you develop over time so don't let that be a deterrent you know from you becoming engaged you just got to work at it be consistent and you know be committed and you will develop into that cycling person that you want to be but yeah. it's important for you to just you know know that don't let the fitness be a barrier um for me as an individual apparel Finding apparel that is um, modest for me to wear, you know, as I'm on a bike so I can be safe and be covered is challenging. Um, Mm. We're working on some things, but, uh, yeah, the apparel and the cost of everything, like everything costs. I'm like, when I got the bike, I thought I was good. I got a helmet, but then it's the shoes, it's the apparel, it's the bike computers, the lights, it's the water bottles, the bottle cages, the helmet, you know, all the things. (laughs) Going down Um, (laughs) the list. So. Yeah. I had to create a line item for, you know, in my budget for just, like, cycling expenses. Um, and then to go as far as, you know, wanting to travel with the bike. Mm. You know, we have a large community. It's not only Philadelphia. It's not only Jersey. Like, I've traveled with my bike to Miami, Florida. I've gone to California. I've gone to, I don't know where, North Carolina. Go, I'm going to North Carolina next weekend to visit some of my friends down in Bank City. Um I have a bike suitcase, so my bike travels <laughs> in a suitcase. I have a bike suitcase. Yes, these All are some of the things. Right, right. But you don't have to do it all at once. Over the head. No, you don't have to do it all at no, once and utilize your resources. Have I lent out my bike suitcase? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know someone who can support you, you reach out to your people. Um, we're a community, you know, like family, and we want everyone to have a wonderful experience. So, you know, we work together. Yeah, that's what's up. up. And then also, I mean, on a further from that, going to races and being, you know, the only African American Muslim identifiable Muslim woman in the space, that could be, you know, a bit challenging. People don't know how to receive me. People are trying to assume and guess, and it's just like. So you dust whatever it is. No, (laughs) I'm here. Over the fact she's racing. Yes. I saw that last season. I was like, yo, that's so fire. <laughs> I was yes. like rooting for you from long, like long distance. Long distance. So from here's three, the thing Steph with Steph Curry style. Aisha McGowan. Yes. Yes. The first oh, yes. African-American woman pro racer. So she put out for a grant, which is actually open now um, for the second go round, the um, Abundance... 
micro grant. Um, and the grant last year was um, for any level racer, any level cyclist who wanted to race, thought about racing, have raced, like wherever level you were on, it was open to you to apply. And um, she was covering your race entry, your travel expenses, your uh, you, had a, you got a stipend to go to the tour of the American Dairylands. A tour, right? right. Multi-day race. Yeah. Multi-day yeah, race. race. For those who Five. don't know, look it up. That's a big race. Huge, huge, okay, in uh, Wisconsin. (laughs) So I went back and forth with myself because I'm interested, and I'm always one. If there's an opportunity, I check it out to see if it's something for me, and then I normally go for it. That's just my way. Um, But I did. I applied, and I was awarded the grant, and I went to race. (laughs) Here it is. There it is. And here's the thing with that. Listen. This journey is amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm real big on exposure and experience, right? And you don't know until you're exposed. And you don't know until you have an experience, right? But once you've been exposed and once you had the experience, you can be like consciously make a decision. Is this for me? Is is this not for me? If you never have the exposure and experience, you never really know. And that experience changed things for me on multiple levels. Wait, wait, how did did it change Mm -hmm. it for you? Having the courage to even just go to the start line, right? I could talk myself out of doing a thousand and one things. And racing, when I saw, like, the stats of the women that were going to be in the field, and it was like a field of 56, um, I could have easily said, you know what? Not today. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm outclassed here. Like, this is the... Not this is not my thing. However, I didn't do that. I was I was nervous. I'm not gonna hold you. I was nervous, but um, exposure and experience. And after that first race, I came in last, and I was so excited. I was excited for the next one. Yeah. For me, it wasn't really about trying to like place and get a podium and all of that. It was really about me just having the courage to engage and um, getting that experience and. Not wrecking my bike, not wrecking myself, <laughs> right. and my boxes were checked and my goals were achieved. And I was able to come back and tell a story about that experience to encourage and inspire others. Don't be afraid. And, of course, you need to train and you need to, you know, best prepare yourself. However, do that and then go out and compete and right. show up because they were not, we were the only team of color there in the women's field that, nah, we're not doing that. We got to get our women up here, get our women out, and have them have those experiences and engage because we have talent. And yeah. um, you we'll need never to go to show, to show other women. For sure. You needed right. that. And that's what I feel like my purpose was. You know, we all, all of the women that were there had a purpose um, in being there. And I feel like my purpose was to just show, like, other women like me, you can do this. You can do it. Yes. Yeah. It's always so interesting how they paint black women in, in sports. You know, <laughs> like 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 black women don't exercise and care about their their, mm-hmm. their health mm-hmm. and their fitness. You know, like and now all of a sudden there's this big push. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all just woke up. Right. You we, know, like we do it all. I'm yeah. a mom of three. Talk I'm about a I'm it. a mom of three. I have a college sophomore. Yes, wow, at George congrats. Washington University, GW. Wow, I'm gonna shout you GW. out. <laughs> yes, I'm a I have. Colonial. I'm a colonial. I'm actually an alum. 
are you? Yes. How amazing is that? <laughs> my son is a high school senior, and then I have a kindergartner. And I still make time, and they know. See, the thing is, in our house, fitness and wellness is a part of our family culture, like our structure. Right. It's a lifestyle. And they know, and they engage, and my kids are active, and they know mommy cycling. We got a little baby trainer in the house. When I'm on my <laughs> trainer, she's on hers. She got her That's bike. So dope. My son has his bike. My daughter runs. Like, we're active. And that's a part of what I want to be displayed more and also just become a social norm in our community. And it doesn't have to be cycling, right? You can be, you know, hiking or you can be running or you can be walking or, you know, playing tennis. Whatever it is that's your thing, make it your thing, but be engaged, be active, and, you know, we want to promote health. And do it with your family. Mm -hmm. Yes. That part. Yeah. And and your village, right? Like your your family and your extended family. And that's what I've seen. Like, that's one of the things that excites me so much about our cycling community. Like, we have come together. When I see all the different clubs just out there posting, like we were outside today just riding, I get excited. I'm like, yes. I don't care where you are. It's folks out there riding those bikes. And, um connecting with one another and supporting one another. And we do that in our community. You know, so many times you see display on social media and on television, all the negativity, Mm -hmm. but there's so much positivity and it's on all levels. And we show up for one another and um, we support one another. And you see that a lot in our cycling community. And I love that. That was Mm -hmm. what was so fire about Miami. Then Mm -hmm. when y'all was out in LA, I was jealous. I ain't gonna lie to you. You should have been. You should have been. Legion, you heard that. They were jealous. They didn't make it. And they should have been. Wow. All Clubs LA. Wow. You see that jealous. It's been a long time since I felt that way about not being somewhere. It's it's very rare I get jealous over seeing someone climb 4,000 feet out of the Right, right. It's like, oh, they're so much fun. It just look like so much fun. It's a lot of fun. And see, that's the thing. Climbing those hills. When we went to this last event, all clubs, and there was the ride I went on um, on, this, on Saturday. And, like, right before we got to that um, Korean um, bell that we went to, yeah. it was, like, this strange hill. And it's one of those hills, like, have to keep going. You have to keep your, your feet spinning or you're going to fall. Yeah. And I really don't like those. Um, <laughs> however, we were doing it together. And it's just like you saw people going up the hill. I was like, all right. You, you're next and yeah. in your head you just tell yourself just all you gotta do is keep pedaling once you get to the top you can fall out if you want right. but just keep pedaling so you don't fall down this hill and I worked up the hill and I got up there and then it's just like you made it you know you can do it right. mm-hmm. tell yourself you can do it and you do it and that's it and then if you have the energy you tell somebody else they can do it too because somebody was telling me like girl just go ahead you got it you got it I'm like alright they said I got it I guess I got it that's super encouraging mm-hmm. we, we setting goals for like you know lifetime goals for your kids for yourself but the mm-hmm. thing about the community aspect that we have in cycling and just mm-hmm. even when you're an, as an individual, mm-hmm. if you get on a bike, there's a goal set for the day. And so you're going to yep. reach that. So it's, mm-hmm. this is a microcosm of just what we're going through in life. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's just crazy mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. deep this goes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just I'm glad to share it with you all for real. Yeah, yeah. that's for the sure. thing about cycling is it's like a representation of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're going to. We're going to catch flats, and mm-hmm. our chain may come off, but we got to <laughs> fix it and get back on and keep pedaling. Keep that, is, that is like life. It you is. Know? Like it things is. will stop you from going up that hill, but fix it and keep going. Yes. You know? I came in last, I told you, in my races. <laughs> that yes. did not stop me. No. Well, yes. here's the thing. Because in my head, I'm riding my race. I'm not riding the race of the next person. I'm not worrying about anyone else. I didn't stop early. 
I completed every race that I've done. Um, you know, I saw some women kind of coming off the course, like, I'm done. I can't do this no more. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I am in life. I'm, my Instagram name is She is Focused Next. I'm, I'm one who keeps going. I'm always focused on my next. And I'm looking ahead. I'm not looking behind me. I look to the side of me because I want to make sure, are you still there? Are you still there? Are we here together? Right. But we're moving forward. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this this journey that I'm on, I'm I'm – I'm doing this. Um, Now, there are people you meet along the road. You all. I didn't know you all a year ago, but we are connected now. Um, We will be connected. um, Because she is part of Black Wives. I am. I am. I am. I am a part of the Black Wives. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we're going to do this together. And we talk about movement. It's movement with a big M. And we're going to make some major moves in this industry and um, taking up a lot of space. So for those that are not ready, I don't know what to tell you, but we, we're here to take up a space and we're yeah. going to do it in a major way together, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. I mean, I have a question for you. Beautiful things, right? Tell me one thing that was super embarrassing for you when you got into cycling. Mm-hmm. I showed up to like maybe my second ride. So we rode with the guys on Sunday. So Monday I showed up and I had on like a fanny pack, a real big fanny pack with all this stuff in it. And I know Yes was like, what do you have in there? I'm like, stuff, my things. (laughs) I had a fanny pack, you know. I had on bright pink sneakers because they matched my bike a little bit. Um, But I'm out there riding bikes. And it's so funny because when I look at how I showed up on day one and two, and now... Yeah. How I show up, I'm like, ooh, right. don't get rid of those pictures. Right. Listen, listen, every every single person has that. Everybody went through that. Yeah. That's, I think that's has that's dope. That. That's still dope, yeah. even though it's crazy. Yeah. It's still I asked dope. that question because I want people to understand, like, you don't have to come into cycling feeling like you know it all mm-hmm. or yes. you look like a pro. Yes, you know, like come as you are mm-hmm. and understand the sport, mm-hmm. and you will naturally evolve. You know, like we, I still have embarrassing moments as a cyclist, like. I might fall over in the next bike ride. I thought you were going to talk about on our last ride. I am. On our last ride, I had my bibs inside out. (laughs) For the whole ride. Oh, y'all serious about that? Wait a minute. Yes. So the chamois was on the outside? Chamois was on the outside. What was wild is he didn't know. Nobody knew. I didn't realize until like almost at the end. I was like. Chad got on some, you know, Chad and I was trying something new. And Aka's like, y'all are jumping out the window. So I'm like, damn, Chad got on some different bibs right now. I'm behind him like, yo, like. You got them gravels nah, on. Like, them cargos. Yo, you got you doing this yeah. side out, bro. It was the, the Rafa Pro bibs, yes, actually. Yes, mm, yes. Fancy. Yeah. The inside yes. out. Reverse. Inside out. Reverse. But the chamois is black. And typically the chamois is red in some bibs, you know, or different colors. Yeah. Yeah. But so. I'm rushing to meet these guys and be on time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, but it wasn't like, I was like, oh, I, I don't quite feel so well. Right, right. You know? It was, it was all good. But that's what I was also something that's dope, right? Like, you didn't even know. It didn't impact your riding or anything. That, it didn't deter uh, I, how I you felt. I fun on the ride. Yes. You know, I still enjoyed the ride. Didn't impact performance. One of the experiences I had that could possibly be parallel to that is um, when I first clicked in. So these people that I was riding with, I ain't going to say no names, kept, like, you still got on sneakers, you know, 
it's time for you to click in. Time for you to click in. I'm like, I was scared. I was scared to click in. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I going to remember to like get my feet out and you know all the things that come along with that? But I fell pressure. You know, I fell to the uh, peer pressure and I got the um, new pedals and I got my new cycling shoes. But I put them on the day that we were going for a ride. Like Aww. I had no practice, so no one told me. Gonna learn like, today. Gonna learn today. Learn we have a today. video of the end of that ride. Um, where they were talking about how many times I fell. And it was like those slow motion falls. Yes. Like you could see it before it's happening, but there's nothing you can do. And um, I'm like, I thought I clicked out, but down oh, she goes. Right. And it was just so crazy because although I fell like seven times, that was a that was a really fun ride. And I was I was loving it. Yeah. When uh yeah. I think one of our one of our main rides that we went on, we first started getting together and all that. <laughs> this guy right here is he's a, you know, he's Bit of an expert. Talking about when I, yeah, I took it down in the grass. He took it down in the grass and he just laid there. Laid there with my bike up, holding it up. Yeah. On my back. I think I have a video of that somewhere. No, there is one. Yes. And like, but it was high grass though, like bushes almost, right? It was like as high as our knees. Yeah. So I'm like down in it and you just see the bike. Yeah. But it's, that's, that's for everybody. It's a whole bunch of things that go along with that. But you, everybody goes through it. Everybody's a beginner. Mm hmm. But I guarantee if you start, you're going to catch the bug. You know Absolutely. I mean? mm-hmm. So just come on. Come on. Some get on this bike real mm-hmm. fast, man. For sure. What's one of your most, like, favorite, one of the, yeah, I guess one of your most favorite rides that you've done um, thus far? Miami to me. Miami. The Miami, Miami the trip. Yeah. The Miami that, trip for me, hands down. I would say Miami. The Miami, Miami. trip. Yeah. And it wasn't because of. The routes or because you know like there I've been on some like for example I think the Bear Mountain route these guys haven't been on yet but they're going to go on it this year I y'all am? are going okay sure <laughs> it's a dope route right it has, it has flats lots of climbing on it right very challenging and you kind of reach the apex the summit Miami wasn't that Miami's flat it literally feels like you're in erg mode on the trainer mm-hmm. what made it dope for me was just all, it was everybody else mm-hmm. it was like wow look at this community it was and like lo- homecoming yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. I've only gone to Howard's. So that's what I know. And it oh, was like that. Shout out to CAU. Shout out to CAU and sorry. all the CAU. Oh, man, you haven't been to a homecoming. Yes. Shad always holds y'all down. <laughs> nah, that, that ride was fire. That's definitely my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's my favorite because two parts. Like, we definitely we got to literally ride with Justin and him. Like, we was mm-hmm. I mean, sharing wheels and all that. So everything was a, a, a good look. Um, but the not getting dropped, but basically the the big part of the uh, the group ride, you kind of get separated. You got to find your way. So I think one of the young ladies from KRT, um, Kim, with the braids, is that her name, Kim? Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So with the blonde braids. Yeah. I don't know if they're still blonde. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys from our group, uh, AR, and her and myself, we got separated off after the bridge, and I, I, everybody knows about the bridge in Biscayne Bay, so it was kind of tough. But we all got together. It was like, yo, who got a, somebody got a, a map and somebody knows how to get back. So traveling back and just going through that experience was dope. That was definitely my, my yeah. favorite so far for last year. That was fire. Shout out to, shout out to Kim because we got separated and we was, I don't know, we was in the hood somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, what did she ask me? She said, like, do you know how to fight? Yeah, I was in little Haiti real fast. I said, I yup, it. you good. Right. <laughs> and then her husband ended up calling and uh, he was like, hey, where are you? She was like, oh, I'm with Chad from Black Watts. He's like, oh, you straight. Yeah. <laughs> Hold each other down. But that's, that, that just speaks to, like, 
the the brother and sisterhood that we have mm -hmm. part of cycling communities that we just naturally want to look out for each other. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I just met her that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like if this is my wife or my daughter, I gotta make sure they're straight. So I'm gonna make sure she's straight. Facts. Of course. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Like, that community. I, yeah, yeah, I want someone, if my daughter's on a bike ride when she's in her twenties or thirties and there's a gentleman that wants to make sure she's good. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, so like that's the that's the village that cycling has created. Right. Like, Definitely. You know, where we go, mm -hmm. I want to be able to call someone and be mm -hmm. like, "Hey, I'm in town. Let's go on a bike ride." Yeah. Word. You know. For sure. Word. So we do this thing, Joa. Mm -hmm. It's called Chris's Coach Corner. Coach <laughs> Corner, Chris, or Coach Chris, Coach where Chris. I give like a two to three minute educational lesson. Okay. So today is going to be about recovery, mm -hmm. right? So. You spoke about riding five days a week. There are a lot of people that get out and exercise and do it daily with different levels of stress. Mm -hmm. But one thing that cannot be overstated is the importance of rest and taking a day to rest. And as a part of that recovery, it's also about stretching, maintaining your mobility, hydrating, mm -hmm. fueling properly. So that means eating the right foods like things that can restore your glycogen or your energy in your legs, things like that, making sure you still have protein, especially for some of our older riders. And the last but not least, but one of the most important things is sleep. <laughs> sleep is so important. Look, I got this little device on my wrist. It's called a whoop. And it tells on me all the time when I don't sleep. Mm. And it's, he doesn't sleep, by the way. Trash. I yes. not sleep. <laughs> I got to erase my little post on Strava because I'll be embarrassed. Like, oh. My sleep time was like, like 10 So minutes. Whoop gives you a, a, a recovery score as well. And it basically says, think of it like a traffic light. Red, yellow, green. Red is like, you're trash. You didn't sleep at all. What are you doing? Ah, ah, ah. Sleep some more, right? Or rest some more. I've been in the red more times than I would like to admit, right? And one of the things that I always try to make sure I tell my wife as well as my kids now is the importance of sleep. Whereas before I was like, you sleep when you die, like, you know, you just work and you get it done. But now I really understand because of cycling, actually, mm -hmm. how important rest and sleep is. Because if we're riding today and then tomorrow we're going to do a big ride, but I have been riding all week and I haven't been resting, I won't be able to enjoy myself the same way I would if I would have rested and recovered properly. Because now I'm like, I can't keep up or Everybody's like, like, yo, are you okay, yeah. right? Because it's, you know, if you're going a 40, 50-mile ride, it's pretty evident if you haven't hydrated properly, right? It's pretty evident if you haven't fueled properly, right? And it's also pretty evident if you haven't rested, Your whole right? Body, no, yo. We know. Yeah. We can tell. You get the spitting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you get the spitting on the ride. When you get the spitting on the ride. Do you know about this phenomenon? No. So there's this thing, right? Chad and I laugh about it. But in all seriousness, like, we feel there isn't anything that's um, been scientifically proven, but from the Chris and Chad research department, <laughs> we have decided that when you <laughs> are dehydrated and you are in need of nutrition and the work is hard, you just spit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, constantly. Yeah. Seriously? It's yes. not also like, oh, my allergies. No, <laughs> no. It is, like, excessive. It is very excessive. And it's actually pretty disgusting, but we think it's funny. Like, like a that's, how, that's how I know right. somebody's toasted. I'm definitely not riding behind none okay, of that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See you like so that. So if you ever see someone spitting a lot, mm -hmm. just know that they're having trouble. Yeah. Okay. They're not doing it to be, like, obnoxious or rude. They're 
physically having trouble, and that is their response yeah. to the trouble to that they're in. Yeah. So don't get behind them. So don't get behind them, definitely. And probably try to stay from left to right of them, too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I don't want to So, recovery them a bottle. is what our lesson for today is. So we had a, today's show was pretty good. Yeah, we're about to get started yeah, on this uh, so. on this event here. Thank you Rapid. so much for coming. Yes. Thank you for having me on here. Like, this is super exciting. Yes. You guys are amazing. And um, I'm just looking forward to the future. Like, Tell definitely. your friends, we need more women on our on our pod. We're yes. going to get more women up here. We're going to get more women on the pod. I'm bringing a group a of women up here too. with me in June. That's what's Juneteenth up. weekend. And we're going, to, we're going to get them so, all on the pod. We got some exciting things happening for Juneteenth weekend. We can't tell you right now. Mm. Are you going to be up here? Am I going to be up here? Yes. Come on, you know I'll be around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's what's up. Yeah, I'll be up here. We got some really exciting things happening that weekend. Uh, so we we're super excited to have you come up and... Uh, Partake in those events with us. Yeah, Absolutely. I can't wait. Y'all come yes. out too, man. Stay tuned for that. So another yeah. good episode, guys? Of course. Yeah? Of course. For our wonderful guests. Thank if I had an applause sound, it'd be like... <laughs> we got that. It's, we have we it. Got, I don't know what work. button it is right. on the board. But, but we're going to make sure it gets in there to applause. <laughs> we may even put a little crown on your head that's like tilted to the side, Biggie style. Yeah, make it work. Right? Appreciate Love you. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate you. Y'all. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. All right. We out. All right. More Watts. More Watts.